Today's daf is daf Kud Zayin. We'll start from Kud Vav Beis, the very bottom of the page. So we had we had this whole page is about two arguments that Chanan ben Avshalom had with the Bnei Koinim. Remember, he had a mission in the first page. There used to be a special Bezdin for Koinim, and then and then the, the, then we'll have seven arguments between Admon and the Chachamim. So the first argument was. That the, the husband went overseas and she wants to have Zainus. So um, according to Khanam, she has to swear only when she wants to collect a ksuba. We don't have to swear right now that perhaps you know the husband already left her some money or something. I was gonna say why. And according to the B'nai Kang Dalim, no. If she wants to collect Mazainus, she needs to swear that um, before she can collect Mazainus. She wants to make sure that everything is all right. We'll have another Machlech is Rabbi Shmuel now that seemed to be, uh, I guess, overlapping or maybe even <clears throat> contradicting this argument between Chanan and the Bnei Kohen Gadol. And the Mishnah Gemara says, "It might be learned." Rabbi, but Rabbi says, "Poiskin mezayinu le'aisus ish." If somebody goes overseas, the bezin will intervene and go into the property, seize property, sell it so that we can provide for the woman and for the wife. Shmuel Amar ein poiskin mezayinu le'aisus ish. Shmuel says, "We do not." Um, if the husband goes overseas, we don't have the right to enter the properties to see and, and provide for the woman. <clears throat> so that's a machlekes ravashmo. The obvious question is, in our Mishnah, clearly, they're only arguing whether she has to swear or she doesn't have to swear, but everyone agrees that she can collect the mezainus, and yet Shmuel says, ain't boys can Lisha. And the Gemara will discuss that. So first, before we do that, we define the argument between ravashmo. We limit it the follows. Amashmo, moidali abba, rav is moidali to me. Big Machlik is whether in Rashi himself sometimes says if Abba was his real name and Rav was a, a title of respect, or Rav was his real name and Abba is a term of endearment. He said, Abba was made it to me. When a man travels overseas, the first three months, everyone believes that the husband would have taken care of his wife, provided for her. Now, to three months usually is the length of a trip. If he stays by longer than three months, it could be something happened and he couldn't make it back. And then maybe he didn't provide for her. But the first three months, definitely she has mezainas, she has no right to collect. Uh, because ain't other nobody leaves and leaves nothing in the house, in the fridge for the family for three months. Number one. Number two, and the Gemara is actually saying this, um, but if they heard that the person died, then if the herd the person died, then surely she can enter the field and take whatever money she wants. Because what are we worried about? If we are worried about that, maybe he already paid her out. doesn't matter because one day she'll come and collect the ksuba and then she'll have to swear that she didn't get paid out yet for the ksuba. <clears throat> and if we are worried about the other thing, which we'll see more in a minute, and that is that maybe the husband told her, you go earn your own money and take care of yourself. I don't have to provide for you. Once he's dead, she's no longer... And no one has the rights over her earnings, including the Yusemim, as we had before. So therefore, there's nothing to worry about. Okay, so Shama Shebemes, if we heard that he died, she's entitled to take Mazenus, and we sort it out when it comes to Ksuvah. Ki Pligi, you know, the Yusemim will say, hey, maybe double dipping. Ki Pligi, when is the argument between Rabbi Shmuel, so the Gemara is saying this, Bishaloi Shamu Bai Shemes. It's longer than three months, but we did not hear the, the father die. And, and, and therefore, Rav said, well, she needs to live. So what's Shmuel's Savara? He's Rav on Paiskin, the Meshubala. He has to take care of her. And Shmuel Amar, ain't Paiskin. Why not? Here, Gufa, we have an argument. My time, Ravzid Amar, ain't Mat said. said, maybe he already gave her some security even longer than three months, so maybe he paid her out already. 
Number one. Now that Papa says, Chayshin, we're worried. Shema Amala, maybe he told her to eat ma'asa yadecha bimzoyinasecha. Take care of yourself. You go out, get a job, and earn money for yourself. So that's the logic of Shmuel, why we don't intervene. What's the difference if the problem is Chashin Lutzrari, or the reason is he might have said to her, The difference is in a case where one is one is 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 is, is a Shaykh and one isn't. For example, a girl that's an adult, so therefore it could very well be he gave her security, his wife is an adult, he gave her security, but Sapka. She does not have skills. She does not have enough to, uh, she doesn't have the earning power to take care of herself. So in that case, if the thing is because he might have told her to go to work, here it's not Shaykh. If the thing is he might have paid her off or gave her security, then she's an adult. It could very well been, have been that he gave her security. Or inamiktana, visapka, a young girl. So therefore, we don't think that he gave sorry to a young girl, but visapka, on the other hand, she has skills and she can earn money. So again, that's the difference between these two reasons. Now we're going to ask a number of questions on Shmuel. So it's now we learned, Mishal, in our mission, it says, somebody will know it's easy, she asks her for food, she swears when she wants to collect her silver, but not in the beginning. The children of the Kohen Gdelim, they say, no, so what are they arguing about? Does she have to swear in order to collect money for Mazenis? But what does everyone agree? That she is entitled to collect mezainus. Isn't that a kashan shmuel? I can look up the yelling in shmuel. The only argument got in shmuel. Abel is when it comes to the provision of the yavinula. Everyone agrees that he give. Says you want to tag him a shmuel. Shmuel interpreted b'shashamah b'shemes. Remember, we said on top of the page. If we heard that the husband died, she is um, she's entitled to collect mezainus because we don't think he went that far. That he would you know would have taken care of her. And 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 even if he would have given her terari, that will be sorted out when she comes to collect the and uh, what about her earnings? The same have no right to her earnings. So that's what Shmuel said. That's what happened in our mission. It's longer than three months, and we heard that the husband died. And Teish already points out when we say we heard the husband died, we're talking about based on two witnesses. Okay, Toshma coming here. Misha Halach and Nizam, somebody overseas, Misha to Amazon, the woman says, the coast of court and the peasant says, I need money. Swear right now, I'll give you. And Khan Amr Khamma says, Laitish but don't swear. But the Imba of the husband comes with Amr Pasaklamazanis. The husband comes afterwards and says, I took care of her, I provided her, I gave her Tsarari, for example. Then Neman he's believed. Now it says the husband came back, so obviously the husband's alive. The husband's alive, and yet both Khan and the Bene Khan agree that she's entitled to Mazanis. The only question is whether this is a Shavu or not. Kash and Shavu. Hachanami, when answers, Bishashama Vashemes. So by the case, we heard he died. So you want to ask, well, Imba Vama come. It says, clearly he was alive. He came back home. Says the Gemara, Imba Vama He came after we heard about that he died. So we heard based on two witnesses that he died. We tell you to learn, at least one shot tells you, two is right. And then it looks like it was erroneous, this information, and the husband came back. So we were thinking of giving her food, and we did, and then um, and then the husband came back. So therefore, he obviously would believe him that he gave it to her. Tashma coming here. So again, no, doesn't in any way refute Shmuel's opinion, who says that she's not entitled to Mizanis. It's only if we heard that he died. Tashma coming here. Misham is the one who oversees the Mizanis. She's the wife of Klein Mizanis. 
If he comes and says, I told you, go ahead and earn money for yourself. He can say that and he doesn't have to pay anything because you have no right to do it. He says, I told him to go work. If Bezin jumped in the head and sold certain properties, whatever they sold, they sold. So again, so again question on Shemul says, clearly here, the husband came back, so he's alive. <clears throat> and yet we were about to give him a Zainus. Again, same thing. Someone after he died, we heard that he died. And the wife is asking for Mazanus Bezin, you're the Khazak, that to the state. Mazanin Mafanasli should have gone to provide for her, take care of his wife. So they only go in to be to take care of his wife, but not for his children. And then the third thing is nor for the other thing, which you want to explain what that means. We don't take from the husband's estate. So the question here is again, it seems that the wife's entitled to get Mazanus. The mother could have answered that from that the husband died. But then we have to wonder, why don't we take care of the kids? So the mother of Sheshit has been mashed as Before he went overseas, he got an uh, administrator and he says, Administrator, I want you to go ahead and take care of my property and take care of my wife. So therefore, um, what do you call it? And then the, that patron says, I'm, not, I'm walking away from the job. And that's the problem. Now, here, what are we going to say? That the husband might have left Surari? Then why did he have an administrator there? And one thing said that he said, go earn your own keep, then why did you have an administrator? So because it was an administrator, it tells us that that was the only uh, arrangement that was made, and the administrator quit. So therefore, we have a right to go in, according to everybody, and collect mosaics. So why not the children as well? Isn't it an obligation um, <clears throat> that we should uh, take, continue? Obviously, when the, the, while the, the administrator was there, he fed the wife and he fed the kids. So now the administrator quit. Why are we only continuing the wife? We're not continuing with the kids. What's the logic of that? So he answered, No, the administrator was, the arrangement was only that you take care of his wife. There was never an arrangement to take care of his kids at all, even when the administrator was there. So now that he quit, there's nothing to move forward to. So my posture, what a strange arrangement. Why did you deem it this is the, why did you learn the mission in a strange way that what? That he only intended to, to, give, to provide for his wife and not for his kids. So he not, is not content with that answer. Elder Apop. Kishishom Shemes, we heard that he died But instead of normally, which is two witnesses, we heard that through via only a single witness that he died. So generally, according to Shmuel, we're not allowed to go into the estate. So for the children, we cannot go in the estate and sell it, turn it into cash and, and feed the children. But we can't do that because maybe get started, maybe told them to work. But for the wife is different. Why is the wife different? Could be learned in the whole Gemari of Amas there that if a single aide comes and tells a woman that your husband has died, normally we wouldn't accept that kind of testimony. But for a wife, it is good enough because we're sure that dying convinced but she'll do her own homework. You want to also help her out. So the only one that an aid echad is considered aid is for the wife. And therefore, for her, it's like two aidim who said the husband died. Two aidim died. He's a, she's entitled to get mazainus. As far as the kids are concerned, an aid echad is merely an aid echad. doesn't do anything for them. Therefore, as far as they're concerned, the, wife, the husband might, you know, maybe did die, maybe did die. And therefore, they have no right to go ahead and collect mazainus. He, the boys of Subi who wants to get married based on the single testimony, what's it means if she can get married? So as if the husband died, like two witnesses, and therefore we provide for her. But his kids, the boy, let's say they want to inherit the property. With just one based on the count, on the, on the count of one age, we wouldn't go ahead 
<clears throat> and split the property, divide the property. We don't know for sure the husband died or the father died, and therefore they're not entitled. You said no to a Dover Acha, they're entitled to, to go into the state. What's that? She wants to have jewelry or 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 kind of spices, perfumes, and all that. Can go in. And if she wants to give a distribute charity, we cannot go unilaterally and take from the husband's property if he's away. Even though for her benefit, ultimately for his benefit, yet you cannot do it on our own. Surely you can't go into the property and give tzedakah without his, the, the husband's agreement. But yes, like doesn't want his wife to look ugly, miss, and therefore he doesn't mind that she takes care of herself even when he's gone. Okay, so we still have the argument that Rabbi Shmuel, where if after the husband died, uh, according to Shmuel, she, um, she's not entitled to Mazenus, according to Rabbi, she is. According to Shmuel, why is she tied to Mazenus? Whether it's because Hashin Litzori, maybe the husband gave her some security, or whether he told her, go get a job. So after her husband died, she has to wait three months just to sort out if she, if she was pregnant, whose child it is. In the first three months, the Zain is Michelle Bailas. The first three months, she gets fed from her husband's estate because she cannot get married. She's stuck. She's in the state of limbo. So, therefore, she's entitled to collect money from the husband's estate. <clears throat> and um, and, and, and the husband died, obviously. We can't be beyond three months. Ain't on the Zainus. She does not get fed. Lay Michelle Bailas because he's not holding her back. She can go and get a Chalitza, Yibibam. But the Yavim is not connected to her that he has to take care of her. Amabedin, she's in state of limbo, she wants to move forward, so she takes the husband, the future brother-in-law, future husband, to a dentator, and she gives him an ultimatum, either give me chalitza or marry me, ubarach, and he fled. And she's entitled to collect from the Yavim. So we see clearly from here that she can collect from the husband died, and she's collecting the mezainus from the yavam. So we see a riot to rav. We're not talking about the husband or the brother, and that's very different. What are we worried about? There are two reasons we said before. We're worried about sorority, like we said before, we're worried that the husband gave security. That's a husband because he loves her. He wants to make sure she feels confident and taken care of. This is a future brother that hasn't married her yet. So why would he give her security? Even she's already learned mikvah died to the gabba. He's not that close to her. She's just willing to give her security. And even she might see it there. And if it's because he says, go ahead, and the earnings that belong to me, you keep and you take care of yourself. Her earnings do not belong to the yavam. It's only after they get married. And therefore, there's nothing to worry about. In this case, we provide resilience for her. There's no reason to worry that maybe she got paid off for it. Okay, Toshma. Further proof. So there are numerous questions here on Shmuel. Toshma, coming here. Um, a woman that she and her husband went overseas. She came. She said, Mez She went overseas with her husband and she came back and reported that her husband died. She wants A woman is believed. A woman comes back and says, My husband died. She's allowed to get married because she's in trouble if the husband comes back alive. So we're sure that she's telling the truth. Otherwise, she's she's not only jeopardizing her future, she's also jeopardizing the future of her kids. Erotza, <clears throat> um, if she wants, goyvik sevas. If she wants, she can either collect mezainus, or if she wants, she can say, look, I'm terminating my relationship, pay me out my silver.
What happens? She comes back and reports Kishani by them. Not that my husband uh, died, but my husband divorced me. Then now we don't know now to believe or not. But we believe it's her husband died because she's if she gets married again, she might produce Mamzain and she must be saying the truth. If she said my husband divorced, you know, what risk is she taking? Um, and, you know, she thinks even the husband comes back. I'm going to say he divorced me. So Gishani Bailey, my husband divorced me. Miss Parnesses with she can continue to eat food, but only to the value of the Ksula. She doesn't collect her ksuba because we don't know to trust her whether she's really divorced. We don't allow her to get the ksuba. And because we don't believe her when it comes to get But food will give her because manashach, uh, up to the value of the ksuba. Manashach. If she was never divorced, it's his wife. He has to take care of her. And if she did get divorced, later on when he comes back, this will be the this will be the equal to the ksuba because we don't give her mazanias more than the value of the ksuba. And the value of the ksuba is going to last for at least a year and so on. So by then things will be sorted out. Okay, so Kalilim here again. If she says my husband died, uh, she can collect the mezainis. Or um, if, if she says my husband died, my husband divorced me, she's a right to, a right to collect the mezainis up to a ksuba. And the reason why we're giving her mezainis is because maybe she's still married. But Shmuel says, you don't give mezainis after three months. We heard that after that he, he now died. Could be he divorced her, but now he died. So Maishna, then if, if he died, my why is it at Why is it we only allow it to collect up to the value of Suva? So we answer it's her own fault because she claimed that she was divorced. If she if based on her words. If she wouldn't have said anything, we would give her food for ad infinitum. But because she said she was divorced, which basically she's saying, I'm not entitled to Mazay, it's no longer my husband. And um, and so another hand, so why doesn't she just collect the silver? <clears throat> why doesn't she just collect the silver? We heard the husband died because she is say, uh, she herself um, doesn't really believe that the husband died. And, and therefore it's better for her um, that she collects, she continues to collect, you know, as mezainus, and then when the husband comes, work it out. So her, her ksuba is still intact. She'd be happier if she can get, get away with it and get mezainus right now and get the ksuba when he comes. So therefore, this is the path that she wants to travel. <clears throat> uh, again, ask question Shmuel, and we're constantly answering the same answer, the same refrain. We heard that he died. Kate said, Amru, when do we say that Mamenes, a girl that's young, was married by siblings, she doesn't have food? While she's married to her husband, even though she's 10 years old, he still has to take care of her. So what do you mean that there's no provisions for food? While she's living with her husband, he has to feed her. Husband overseas, loves her. She borrowed money to live, and she ate. Now, if she borrowed money and, and, and she ate, the din is that you have to pay when the husband comes back, he has to pay because she had a right. She has to be fed. She had a right to borrow the money. As long as that person lent the money to the woman, then the husband has to pay off that loan. If that guy went and, and they lent the money to the husband who wasn't around, that's the next mishnah. So, <clears throat> so definitely have to pay off. But what happens if Amdamina, she borrowed two, three hundred dollars, she ate, and then she decided to walk out of the marriage. Her husband's not coming back. She walked out of the marriage. And then the husband comes back. Then he does not have to reimburse that person because she's no longer his wife. 
retrospectively. Taima, the mina, the only reason why he, he doesn't have to pay is because she walked out of the marriage. But if she wouldn't have walked out of the marriage, you have been a law, you definitely have to give him a Zionist. So it's clearly from here that you, that you have to pay back even the loan. And you're Zionist. Again, in this case of a Ketana, what do we worry about? Remember, we're talking about a young girl. As we said before, nobody gives a young girl who's not responsible, you know, expensive stuff to mind or to keep. So therefore, it's not going to happen. What about her earnings? Generally speaking, a young girl under 12 years old does not, do not have, these girls do not have a skill to earn substantial money. Generally, it's not, it's not, they don't earn sufficient money. Is my have a bottom line? Who's right? He also said, Avdimi, we have two verses. Avdimi came, Omar, he said, a similar story happened for and he said to the wife, go ahead and collect Mazenus. Just like Rav, a similar story happened to Shmuel, and he followed Shmuel, he did not give Mazenus. Avdimi saying, Avdimi was wondering, what possible logic is there in Rav Shmuel's view, didn't give her food. They're only arguing regarding the vow. Most question before. Everyone agrees that you give Mizanis. Interesting that he calls Shmuel Rabbeinu Shmuel. And he called in front of his own Rebbe Rabbi Yechonim. Rabbeinu Shmuel and Babel uh, already explained the mission. It's talking about you heard that he died. Do they break down the Mishnah such a pshat to such an extent just to conform with his view? That's one version of the story. Kiyasa Ravi, Ravi's version is that the Machlek is Ebe Shmuel is very different. Ravi said, Rabbi said, no, no, Mazenis. And Rabbi Shmuel is the one who says, yes, Mazenis, like Rab. Why did Rebbe decide not to give her food? Regarding a vow, already answered a bubble. So in this version, in the Ravin's version, he didn't call Shmuel Rabbeinu Shmuel. In Abdimi's version, he had enough respect for Shmuel. He called him Rabbeinu Shmuel. He said, Shmuel very answered, Somebody he heard that he died. They broke it down so far. Anyway, concludes, is like Rav. What? You do give Mazenus to a woman after three months, the husband being away. That's number one. Number two is, That's number one. And you give food to a married woman. Number one. Number two, and this is regarding what we learned a long time ago. Um, um, this whole idea that her earnings go to the husband and he provides for her is for her benefit. But if she says, I earn enough money, I don't need your help, and I don't want my earnings to go to you, then she has the right to say, don't feed me, and my money doesn't go to you. And the third thing is, when it comes to Kunya, I'm not sure why we bring this down here. You know, what's the connection between this third machlekes and the other ones? What is it? This is a, a clay. This is a clay. Um, I guess dishes that uh, are glazed over with either glass, according to some of the shenim, or with like leather. 
So the idea, a clay cheres, you can never cash it because it's so porous, it constantly absorbs. But if you, if you cover it, the coating, it sometimes prevents it from absorbing. So it depends what kind of coating it is. Because um, he says here, honey man you have these earthenware kalim, these plates. Chivri they glaze with something white or something black. Shoru, they are permitted because they block. Um, they do not allow the klecheres to absorb any of the tray for Inessa, whatever it may be. And but Yeruka, um, the, the the yellow ones or the green ones, as soon as they're forbidden because they have some kind of a chemical in, in it that uh, it somehow or another allows the food to get entered the klecheres. When you say that white and black is already there are no cracks in it. I will ease the if there are cracks in it. A city, it is forbidden. Okay, then we're stopping Mori here because now starts the Mishnah and the new Gemara. And we will learn tomorrow night.